2: following is a production of dirty mo media
0: oh the things that can happen in a week's time we haven't been with you uh, for a couple weeks it was a crazy hectic busy week for speed street last week I was in Mobile watching some uh, senior college football players play football. Connor was traveling, doing some testing for the upcoming the ever ever closing in uh, IndyCar season, which we're excited about. And apparently, you could get to uh, become a Daytona 500 driver in that in that time frame. And uh, definitely excited to talk about it, as you can see for the folks who see our video clips, uh, and for the listeners out there, I'm wearing my Connor daily professional race car driver had courtesy of our friends from the shop Indy because this man isn't just racing an Indy car. He is going to be wheeling it and bandling it at the Daytona 500. Connor Daly, my man, how are you? Uh,
1: well, you know what? It's uh, going great. Uh, but you know what? So I, the funny thing about the Daytona 500 thing is that obviously happened this morning, uh, the announcement. Uh, I might have given you guys a little hint uh, when we last recorded as well. It, there was talk starting to circulate. Um, yep. But yeah, it's a lot's been happening. Um, and look, to start out with the Daytona stuff, we we do have to qualify. So that is that is going to be a tough one. Like that's there. There's a lot there, but I couldn't be more excited to have an opportunity to do that. It's part of you know uh, um, a um a a more extensive NASCAR Cup Series program. In the release, they set up to seven races, which I don't know what that means exactly yet, and what that the scheduling of those is yet. Um, But uh, but it's really cool. I mean, to be able to do that on some off weekends, uh, and even you know something that kind of might have been floated in there was we're doing an Indy double, not the five hundred double, but the road course one in August. So that I think is going to be really cool to be able to do the Indy car race and the NASCAR race on the same weekend. Um, you know, again, that, that, that'll take a lot out of me. Uh, but I, I definitely appreciate the fact that Ed Carpenter Racing is also willing to let me do that. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff that bitnile.com is doing for me, for us as a team. Um, and realistically, like this is all thanks to them. So, you know, bitnile.com is, is launching a new website, new, new whole arena of activities on, on March 1st. So like, all of this is part of it. Uh very, very excited for it. V- great supporters of me of motorsport. Um and yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something. I mean, I, I I don't even know what to ex I was at the clash over the weekend as well, watching some NASCAR racing uh in oh, a yeah. tiny football stadium. <laughs> um, and that was wild. But uh but yeah, man, just excited to see I mean, why not? If, if I I, don't want to get to the end of life and, and and you know, think that I might have had a chance to try to qualify for the Daytona 500, but I didn't because it would be hard and, and maybe we wouldn't make it. Like, just go give it a shot. And see what happens.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, so I can't think of a, a, a better uh, driver, better personality to, to do – something like this so it's incredibly exciting but what you mentioned it a couple weeks ago like you said you gave us a little dabble a little tease not on the air but beforehand we're like oh all right that would be cool so (laughs) from that point that two-week time frame here you know what what was the negotiation process like like how did it really come to be where you're going to have the opportunity to qualify to be out
1: there running in Daytona well, the interesting thing about it is is we, we had actually talked about this after we did the Roval last year. Like, oh, hey, we should try to do the Daytona 500. And they are like, well, you know, there'll be a lot of guys trying to qualify. Maybe we won't. But we we were also working on, you know, these few other cup races. And, and Elio Castroneves was in talks with with the money team racing who we're driving for as well, the number 50 car. Um, And, and Elio, I think that whole deal basically just didn't happen because there'd be no practice elio was probably like man i i don't i assume elio was like i don't need to do it if if i'm not gonna you know if because let's be honest this team is the smallest team like it's it's a one car operation yep. that's just gonna show up to try to qualify against guys you know guys that are driving for a colleague for twenty three eleven for you know big teams jimmy johnson i mean this is a yep. this is a challenge um so i think elio decided he's like, eh, maybe not this year, but I, I bet, El- you know, Elio will have more opportunities to potentially do this race. Whereas like me, I don't know. You know what I mean? This might be, uh, you know, the only shot that I get. So why not take it? Um, and 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 our deal was getting put together for the rest of these races. You know, we're going to do Coda for sure. The Indy double. I don't know what other races were announced yet, but um, the team was kind of like, well, we do have this car ready for the Daytona 500. Like, why don't we do this as well? And so it was kind of like, all right. And, I, and they asked me, like, hey, like, do you, do you want to do this? Like, is this okay? I was like, yeah, sure. Like, why not? And I was talking to, you know, Corey LaJoy, some of the other guys. I, I, as soon as this opportunity was presented, I called AJ Almaninger and I called uh, Corey LaJoy and uh, and Chase Briscoe. And I talked to Chase Briscoe a long time and a friend of the show, obviously, both him and AJ, uh, and just kind of chatted with them on, like, look, what, 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 what is to be expected here? What's, you know, what's going to go on. Um, and all of them were like, honestly, you know, if, if you have nothing to do, to, nothing to lose, like if, if you you your sponsor's still with you, if even if you, you make it or you don't make it, then you might as well give it a shot. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, because we still get to do a race, right? We get to do one qualifying lap essentially, and then the dual race. So, you know, either way we'll gain experience for something else, maybe in the future. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it kind of all fell into place. And, and with our launch of the IndyCar, obviously last week, our new bitnile.com scheme, uh, you know, the NASCAR Cup car is going to have a very similar scheme on it paint scheme. Um, so it's all part of this launch for, uh, you know, for Bitnile and, and, and everyone at that group, which, which is going to be really cool, honestly. I can talk a little bit more about what they're doing. That's actually fun. Really cool. Um, but yeah, it just kind of all all came together pretty quickly, and um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to expect. I, 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 the first part about it is the fact that Travis Pastrana is also doing it, which is hysterical, uh, because I don't like we started in a truck together a couple years ago, and now we're at the Daytona 500, so um, that's hysterical. the The most ideal scenario is we both make the race because that would be quite a celebration. Um, but, uh, I'm just excited to get out there and experience it. I've been watching this race for years. I I love the Daytona 500. I I I watch everything. I watch the qualifying, I watch the duels, I watch everything. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's part of beginning your race season viewership, right? Like it's February. All right. Finally, motorsport is happening. We got to watch Daytona. And then after Daytona, well, IndyCar starting. So we're all very excited. So, um, it's, it's just something that I could not say no and it's gonna be monumental the challenge, but I mean, heck, why not? It's Daytona. I mean, just we gotta
0: we, we gotta do it if you got a shot. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, I feel like this is like if somebody was like, "Hey, Joey, uh, you, you know, you you got an audition for uh, Lorne Michaels at SNL <laughs> on the stage. Um, you know, you, you can go rip it, or you you know, you can." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, I mean. <laughs> That, that that's uh, that, that's quite a leap there, but uh, you got to take advantage of a situation like that. So that's that's freaking awesome, man! What a what uh, news to wake up to, no doubt. What was the conversation like, if you can divulge into it a little bit? Like you mentioned with Ed Carpenter, obviously, you know, this is a couple of weeks before the start of the IndyCar season. Um, was that you know? Be okay. How did that conversation get out? Where it was like, "Hey, I want to go try this out. I'm going to kind of divert my attention there for a little bit." How'd that go?
1: Well, honestly, I haven't actually directly spoken to Ed about it. (laughs) It, (laughs) Yeah, thankfully, thankfully, Bit and I have been the ones who have been basically talking to Ed and saying, "Like, hey, look, we're trying to launch this program. We want to get as much eyeballs as possible. We want to get, we want to draw as much attention to this website, this launch as possible." And, and obviously, you know, they're a huge part of our IndyCar program. They're on all three of our cars, which we, you know, we saw last week um, with that announcement. So, uh, and and honestly, it doesn't interfere directly with the IndyCar program. If anything, honestly, my thought on it is that, you know, if we make the race, actually either way, because the duel is still 60 laps, still a long distance in the car of driving. It prepares me more for St. Pete, honestly, because we've only had two test days. We have sure. another test day at Sebring, February thirteenth, which is literally the day before, like we go qualify, or two days before we try to go qualify for the Daytona five hundred. Um, but after that, there's no driving until St. Pete. So if I can get my body in that really hot racing environment before I get to St. Pete, I actually think it'll pay off for me in in a very very helpful way. So um, well, I, I think it'll be great. Um, and and either way. It gets my mind sharp as well. It keeps everything, um, you know, on a high level. And and yeah, I am thankful that you know there hasn't been any open objection to me, you know, dabbling on the side with some NASCAR Cup racing. Now it's 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 going to be different. But again, I I've always, I've never let anything detract from my IndyCar focus. Like there's still that is the main goal: the IndyCar season, the Indy Five Hundred, all of that stuff. Um, sure. But. Keeping the mind sharp, keeping everything, keeping the body in race mode, I think is super helpful for me. It always has been, um, and and yeah, I I I couldn't be more excited. I think that's that's really that's really it. And, but also, I have no idea what's going to happen, so <laughs> I, I don't know what it's going to feel like. I've been watching a bunch of onboard clips. I am expected to just go out and literally not lift off the throttle for qualifying. Because obviously two cars make it on qualifying speed, but I, I it'd be tough for us to make that. I think, um, but yeah, I'm still not even too familiar with how the situation works. But I know that there's 40, and Ben, you might know a little bit more about this than I do. But I think there's like 42 cars trying to qualify for 40 spots. So yeah, I guess that means that you know, there's not a. I mean, there's only two cars that go home, so. Just have to be not one of those people.
0: So simple as that. Yeah. Hey man, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. In regards yeah. to conversations with Ed Carpenter, right? And there you go, exactly You're making it happen. Well, that's awesome, dude. You got the Super Bowl this yeah It's great. It's like again another <laughs> reason for people to be motorsports fans. Because and I, everybody listening to this already knows, but maybe for the people to follow me more or listening to it, they dabbling a little bit. It's like, hey, Super Bowl ends, football's over. You turn your attention to the to the Daytona five hundred and NASCAR exactly. and then before you know it, any <laughs> cards there. And you don't have a lull where you're like, What the hell am I gonna do this weekend? Do I gotta go to home goods? No, you can sit there and prop it up and watch the <laughs> Daytona five hundred and you can do it now, hopefully, watching Connor Daly run it out there. So congrats, man. Super excited for you. Um that's that's freaking awesome. I think it's awesome for you. I think it's awesome for the show. I think it's great for Dirty Mo Media, you know? It's 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 all good things. <laughs> I haven't
1: received I haven't received a text yet from Dale Jr. So I, I don't know what his reaction to it was. I'm excited to see what he has to say. Uh, I asked Mike Davis uh, if we had any little stickers of the podcast Speed Street that we could put on my car. I, I said maybe will you have them for Daytona? He said, well maybe if I have you know someone that we might you know be tr- that that might be in the office, aka sort of out of office me trying to make the race. So. Hopefully, Mike can come up with some Speed Street stickers for us for the uh, Daytona 500 qualifying attempt. Um, but I can't wait to maybe have a quick conversation with Dale Jr. and see what he has to say about it because he has a lot more experience there than I do. So that would be a nice uh, resource.
0: I would love nothing more than to hear Mike, Julian, and, and uh, Clint mention Speed Street during a qualifying <laughs> round. <laughs> The the sweet pipes of Mike Joy just drop
2: a little Speed Street reference. I mean, our life would be made. So, yeah, we got to make that happen. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I had a very
1: funny moment with Clint Boyer and Tony Stewart over the weekend at The Clash. Uh, We got up to the top floor of that football stadium, walked over towards the Fox booth. I'm walking with my lady there. And I think they're both staring at me. Turns out they're both staring at my lady because they were like, oh, we didn't even notice you. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 very funny. I know she's attractive and I'm not. But then they were like, oh, wow, look at that shirt. Uh, and I was obviously my Dale Earnhardt Sr. shirt. Uh, um, and I think that was the first time Clint Boyer has ever talked to me. And I like Clint Boyer a lot. I think he is a very respectable celebrator. Uh, and I felt very cool that Clint Boyer acknowledged that I existed. I don't know if he knows my name, but it was very cool to have that brief interaction with those guys on television. And I hadn't even told them that I was going to do the Daytona 500 yet. So, uh, I did tell Jimmy Johnson that day, which was hilarious. Jimmy was like, well, oh, no, wait, Jimmy, was, Jimmy said, uh, because I, I, I was on the way to the clash and I said, is this an awkward moment to tell you that I'm also going to try to qualify for the Daytona 500? And again, Jimmy, we thought we was going to be in, on our show at one point. Um, but he said, I will read you his text. He said, that's awesome. What car are you in? And then that was it. And then he sent me a picture of where he was, which I could not get to because I was not famous. So thank you, Jimmy, for that encouragement. Uh, it was very exciting to start kind of maybe
0: sprinkling the news out a little bit in an NASCAR paddock over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. In L.A., I mean, you were living the glam lifestyle. You've been, oh, wanted, yeah. I- Couple couple weeks ago, when we were talking about, we had a question. I was like, "Who's some dream guests?" I, I think I just realized I would love Clint Boyder. I would love yes. Clint to be on the show. I, I find agree. him very entertaining. I love listening to him on the broadcast. Like you said, I, I've heard that he is a celebrator. And yes, I, I would enjoy that a lot. And I think that'd be great. I agree. I think he is uh, one
1: of the greatest personalities that NASCAR has ever seen. Uh, honestly, like I, I truly believe that. So. <laughs> Great consumer of beers, we know that, uh, and huge Chiefs fan. So he's I was very gonna excited say, about yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, big Chiefs guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is a dream guest. Actually, Clint Boyer on the podcast. Who knows? Maybe we will become friends in the next week or so. I I, I don't know that, but I can
0: only have hopes for that. Just work it in, you know. Yeah. Just exactly just like you did with the they just you know I'll sprinkle it in. Keep doing that, and then it'll make yeah. it happen. Exactly Same for Jim and John. Uh, yeah, dude, I remember, <laughs> before we get into the other IndyCar stuff, like, you were, you went to a Grammys party, you were wearing a freaking tux and shit, what the hell is going on? This is like this whole new Connor Daly, tell me about it. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, we're
1: doing a lot out there, it was a full, like, 11 days in <laughs> California, uh, and obviously my, uh, you know, my girlfriend lives out there, so that's, that's a, a, um, a, a helpful thing to be able to have a a home base in LA, but also she's much cooler than me. So we got to do cool things. Um, But that suit that I was wearing, actually I got because we did a photo shoot at the thermal racetrack for Bitnile and they actually brought me a suit. So we had, we did this photo shoot in these suits, me, Renus and Ed, just wait till you see those photographs. All of us dressed (laughs) up like real professional men, Uh, you know, suits, fancy shoes, uh and race cars uh mountains in the background very 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 beautiful scene um yeah, and I was just like I was like hey look I don't own a lot of suits clearly I'm a t-shirt and hat guy uh we know this from day one uh and so they they were able to let me have the suit that I wore for this for this photo shoot turns out I immediately used it a couple days later uh for this uh Grammys event so um yeah I mean you got to do what you got to do Uh, did as much as we could in LA, tried to expand the IndyCar horizons, you know what I mean? Tell some people about IndyCar racing, uh, because the thermal test, there was a lot of excitement going on there. And then boom, you had the clash that weekend as well in LA. So lots of motorsport in Southern California over the weekend, a lot of motorsport. It just meant that the season is going. Uh, and yeah, it, it was a fun 11 days of, of all kinds of activities.
0: Who'd you, um, who'd you bump shoulders with there? You said Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, Mike Joy at the Clash, but did you get any Wiz Khalifa, any Caleb Williams, a Young Gravy action? No,
1: did not see the Young Gravies, uh, did not see any, uh, what my mother, I, we were walking with my mom, uh, to try to watch the start of the race, and, uh, she, she literally physically bumped into Rob Lowe, uh, so that was interesting, uh, she was like, she kind of was walk, navigating through a crowd and she immediately stopped. Yeah. She immediately stopped and she was like, uh, what? that that was Rob Lowe. And I was like, yeah, mom, no work, we, yep, yep. And she's like,
3: oh, wow.
1: And she was very, very excited about Rob Lowe for one second. Um, but uh, I saw Alvin Kamara as well, thought that was very cool. We obviously love Big football. NASCAR guy. Big NASCAR guy, yes. Uh, and this is random. Uh, jensen button formula one world champion was there as well with his kid and his wife his lady and uh he knew who i was so that was a very exciting experience the fact that jensen and i shook hands and uh his son gave me a high five so i feel like that was a huge win for motorsport and my life in general um and who else was there i mean great chat with chase briscoe before the clash i guess we're deep into the clash now so let's keep it going AJ Olmedaer, yep. who was fighting with Chase Briscoe, we well, I saw them separately because they were they had hit each other in practice, so I had to make sure those conversations were separate. Sure. Uh, Noah Gregson, a friend of the show, um, he also we had a very
0: very hilarious interaction. Uh, He's all and, over the Gravies. Oh that yeah, yeah, was yeah. He on. I mean, he was he was with him. I saw like eighteen pictures of him with the Gravies.
1: I did as well. Young Gravy and Noah Gregson, I feel like would get along and they would party together. So that that's definitely a, a vibe that 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 aligns very well. Um, and I the, honestly, the whole time that I was at the Clash too, I was kind of starting to sprinkle some of this stuff to drivers that I was doing the Daytona thing next week. And I was uh-huh. basically trying to figure out, okay, who's going to help me in the cl- Who's going to help me in the duel? Who's going to push me? I, I need some help.
3: Uh-huh. And so like
1: uh-huh. I, I was asking Chase, I was asking Noah. I, I asked AJ, even though AJ has a teammate that's going to be trying to make it, so he's probably not going to help me. Uh, I talked to BJ McLeod for a little bit. He said he would be willing to help me, so I, I don't know what's going to go on here, but apparently, you know, we're, I'm trying to find drafted buddies. Like, I, I played NASCAR Thunder 2002. Uh, I know that I have to have a drafting buddy. Um, and, and so, you know, we're, we're going to see what happens. But, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was something. We tried to find Kate Hudson and and Blake Shaw, all those Jimmy Johnson friends. Uh, we were yep. not able to find them, so
0: that's understandable. Honestly, I didn't expect to be finding them. <laughs> Man, Rob Lowe. What a Rob name. Lowe? Was he as beautiful in person as he seems? Like like just handsome physically.
1: I don't. I, I. I don't know. I. I would say he looks like he has kind of spent a lot of time, like in a microwave. Like it kind of like it looks like his skin is like just he's been in a tanning booth for a okay. long time, but uh, not necessarily old. He just kind of looks like he's wearing his skin. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, hey, all right, Rob Lowe, you yeah. look good, but like you know maybe there was some work done there. I, I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on. But he had a great driver start your engines. I think that was his thing for the Clash. Um, and got to respect that he's a sports guy. You know what I mean? He's, he was that great NFL at meme. Uh, yep. we, we saw that for a long time. Um, and, and yeah, it, it was it was cool to see lots of folks there. And, and I yeah. had never been to the Coliseum either. So I, I was very excited to be at the Coliseum to, see, sure. to experience that.
0: Um, have you been to the Coliseum? No, I, I drove past it last April, and I was <laughs> I was on the 405 or whatever there in LA, and we were in our rental car, and you know I'm as a college football junkie, like I, you know, I, I, of course I wanted to stop oh, yeah. off and see it, but you couldn't do that. But at least we were driving by it, and so I was trying to get a peek as I'm driving on the interstate. I got my pregnant wife at the time in the front seat, just <laughs> hollering at me because I was looking. But I was like, I got to get a glimpse of the Coliseum for God's sake! Like I got to see the flame if I can. Exactly. Hey,
1: it's a yeah, friggin- I mean-
0: Cathedral college football. Yeah, it was it was
1: very cool, I will say. And the facilities, too, were very nice. Um, like, we watched the race at the top, like, basically the top level. And, yeah. I mean, fantastic view. And, and just a, a great program there that they had going. So, I respect USC. Uh, the campus seemed cool uh, for being in Los yeah. Angeles, I guess. I did not expect there to be a large college campus right there. Um, yeah, baby. But yeah. It was something that was very unique. Like that Clash event, seeing it in person. there Now, there was a lot of people on the internet when I tweeted about it that were hating it. Like there were a lot of people. A lot of people like, oh, this is dumb, awful, stupid. And it's like, well, I mean, I understand that the Clash used to be at Daytona. And everyone loves watching racing at Daytona. But like sometimes you got to try something different, right? And they're bringing NASCAR, bringing motorsport in general to Southern California in a pretty unique way. I mean, what's wrong with giving that a try? I, I I hate seeing how simple-minded people can be sometimes and just be like, nope, don't like it. It's bad, needs to be a Daytona. It's like, but like, what about trying something different? Like what about growing your sport? What about like trying to yeah. help do something different? Like if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So like, why not try something different? I don't know. I, I thought it was cool to see the race ah you know it's a wreck fest it, you, all you got to do is hit someone to pass them so I, I don't I, I I understand that that might have not not have looked good um and I left early because it was gonna be a long night and it was freezing cold um but I I just I, I don't understand all the hate for it because there's a lot of celebrities there huge amount of recognition for the sport huge amount yeah. of content was produced you're on television there's some racing, you know, it's not a points race. So it, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a good way to get the blood flowing before Daytona next week. So I don't know. I I understand why people were, were maybe not as thrilled about it, but I don't understand why you just throw it under the bus. Like it's, it's still racing. Like, goodness gracious. Like we're not always going to get what we want out of a racing schedule, out of what we, you know, where we want to go, how we want to see it all the time. Like, but it's racing. Like we're still going to watch race. I, I mean, I'm still going to watch racing. I don't care where it is. Some races are going to be better than others, but uh, I hated to see all the, you know, flack at the event was getting because I thought it was pretty cool. Honestly.
0: Yeah. No, like you said, I mean, I think in a situation like that, when it's not for points, it's not, uh, you know, you, you use it for what it should be. And like you said, it should be to get new eyeballs, to get more attention, to make it more of an event, you know, exactly. more of a celebration, more of a party. And, i think that's what it is you know and then you get the real you know you get the real gear heads or whatever the hell you want to call yourselves going next week right And then we're fully <laughs> on we're fully on until november right it's all good let's just exactly. get that clash in la let's get the stars out there let's all the moms fawning over rob lowe and whoever else is going out there no big deal exactly 100 I- 100 uh all right there was some other racing going on in uh southern california area yeah. And that is for our beloved IndyCar series at the Thermal Club. Uh j- hey, I wanna real quick before we get into that, like we last time we were recorded, we were talking a lot about um the meme page. Oh uh, yeah, and, right. The let's our meme page. <laughs> and I mean the 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 speed street bump that has come from that. I mean, when we were talking about this meme page. I think it had like eighty seven followers when we. I thought and fifty. Then, I thought it would just something like 50. that. Now two weeks later, are there are over three thousand followers.
1: Yeah, this you meme know? page has taken off. Um, and again, I do recommend you checking it out if you haven't seen it. Um, and I were had some the people. Plug Oh yeah, so I, there and there was a lot of people mentioning it at the Thermal Club. Uh, some people had had said it was me, uh, which I thought was the <laughs> dumbest thing you could have possibly said because I don't have that much time in my life to do that. Um, but it it is fascinating at the rate that they're producing content. I think some of the speculation was uh, was very interesting. I even heard a very like uh, deep conspiracy. Maybe it's IndyCar maybe it's like someone in the wow. IndyCar office maybe they're now big marketing because they they actually we had a great meeting about all this I'm not gonna lie it wasn't a public meeting but great meeting about their marketing strategy that hey we know we've been talking about that a lot on this show maybe this is part of it maybe IndyCar memes inside job huh is an inside job I don't know people were saying <laughs> probably not the case but yes the account is well is 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 over three thousand followers now which is um great because people have been firing it to each other there's been a lot of people messaging me about it um and there's some funny content like i'm not gonna lie so that meme account did get the speed street bump um it just goes to show that you know what we appreciate those folks for listening to our podcast yeah it's a great great way to you know just find out something new maybe just find something you might not have known about the sport or our sports meme accounts who know
0: who knows yeah, for sure. And then, like I said, they, I brought that up not only because of Speed Street bum, but because they were absolutely firing on uh, the Thermal Club and, you know, oh, yes. the car trying to get a peek of what's going on in there. And, yeah, I mean, it, it it was a bummer. Somebody was sitting here in Indiana, and I was talking with my buddy uh, Sam Hattie about it. We were firing texts back and forth. I was actually in Mobile at the time. It was going on. I was like, man, I would really love to be able to, you know, t- toss this on Peacock or something and, and watch some cars go around, you know, but um, nonetheless, uh, cars were going around, cars were, uh, firing up and, um, what, what, uh, was the overall thoughts, um, on the, on the, on the week there, um, about how it went down, what went down, how it feel to get back in the car? Yeah,
1: you bring up something interesting about people not being able to watch. That was definitely, um, that was a shame, but, like, I... And I saw a lot of tweets about this last night too that I that I dove into the comments, obviously, because I like to do that sometimes, stir the pot a little bit. Um But the the fact that we couldn't watch is tough, but I don't really remember many other tests where people could watch. So like I I think the, the Indy five hundred open test that we do they do stream, I believe, or they or they do sometimes, but that's an IMS, so we have the resources to do that. We obviously already know yep. that. Um, it's it's not like, I people would just set up a bunch of webcams and do it. It's like, well, no, you can't just do that. Like there are there are right? rights, there are like TV rights things. There are like maybe the the rights of the thermal club property, like what you're allowed to do there. Um, and, and honestly, if you, want to do like, it, you want to do it right.
0: You do get a shitty
1: product. Exactly. Like, why would a professional sporting series just set up some webcams that pit out and <laughs> hope that people watch it? Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, I I, I think people have to understand. And and, and they were there they were. I saw some some anger towards the fact that it was at a a closed private club. People couldn't go and watch. Whoever goes to an IndyCar test to watch, I'm sorry, but no <laughs> one does. It's no one does. I, I don't care if you're the biggest race fan, you might get 10, 20. Like when we're at Sebring, there's, you know, 10, 20 people. And again, we love those people because those are our core fans. And someone had yep. mentioned that the IndyCar test at Phoenix was uh, open and and it was free to come and view it. Awesome. I was there. I don't remember anyone there. So again, the people who go to those those tests that's awesome like i would go to an indycar test because i'm a like i love indycar racing but that doesn't move the needle for us like just because you couldn't go to the thermal club or you you weren't going to go anyway like i'm sorry it's just it's stupid stuff to complain about that i'm so sick of our fan base saying sometimes cuz like i'm sorry you weren't going to go anyway we have a yeah. test where we got a lot of celebrities out there which is huge for the sport So maybe in the future, you will have more opportunities to watch IndyCar races. So I I think that is something that, again, it might have been great for five people to come and watch the test if they really wanted to. But for me to throw it under the bus, like last night, I was just like, why? Like, what's the point? Like, yes, we didn't stream it. That's probably something that we, we could look at doing in the future. But you have to think of what that that's that's not an easy thing. I mean, yes, it is obviously we could I have a Twitch stream, you know, everyone could but like you have yeah, to yeah. think about what level that Roger Penske in this series wants to be at. It's a professional series. We were at a a club track, but there were a lot of people there. They have a lot of great members there. They have some really influential members, they have members there who are very wealthy, very powerful, and probably have not been exposed to IndyCar at the level that they were exposed to. To it over last week, so I I think when you outweigh when you weigh the the positives against the negatives, I I think I was very uh I guess apprehensive or I was just a little bit all right is this going to be good or bad? The track was great, um the services were great, like where we were all staying was great. The welcome party that they had was very well attended by it by a bunch of people that were part of that club, um and, and I I I think there. Not everyone is always going to like everything, right? And I understand, you know, oh, you know, thermal had armed guards and you couldn't get in. It's like, well, I'm sorry, but like, who is going to go to a test? I, I it's just, I don't remember it. I, I even when we Let's tested it. the op- the open test at Barber, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't the NFL. Like NFL, people go to practices, which is great, right? But like. The practices that those folks go to, there's a couple hundred people, right? So let's compare that in relation to like this forty thousand people, the sixty thousand people that go to the stadium for the games. Very different, right? The core fans, you might go to a you know NFL practice where you the kids get to sit there and check it out, right? But like, it's it's just it's I don't know. It it, it was something that made me like question, like okay, all these people throwing shade at it you weren't actually going to go to the test anyway. So I, yeah. I we got a lot of great content out of it. We got a lot of great video. I thought IndyCar did a great job with social stuff, trying to mount
0: cameras.
1: I mean, did you yeah, guys sure. see a difference in kind of what was being promoted, what was being pushed, the amount of stuff to watch?
0: Yeah, no, I I was going to say, I thought you know, the IndyCar channels were popping and there were some really cool clips that were put out there that, Um, you know, it looked really, really good and really, really appealing and appetizing. Um, and to your point, it's like, we can't get people to go to an actual race in Texas. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's the sad part about it. Like we had,
1: we had seen 2000 people at Texas and people are complaining that they can't go to the the thermal club in Palm Springs, California. Like,
0: come on, man. Jeez. Exactly, yeah. So let's focus more on that. But, you know, to your point, it's uh, like I mentioned, I mean, I, I would have loved, yeah, to be able to throw it on Peacock or IndyCar app or whatever, be able to actually see y'all do your thing. But at the same time, maybe maybe not doing that and not letting the average fan in, it created a stir enough to where people are talking about IndyCar so much. You know, no yeah. publicity bad publicity. People are pissed off about it. It's like, hey, well, they're talking about the thermal club, they're talking about the test.
1: Love to see it, right?
0: Ben, you're yeah. a social media guy. Like, were you impressed
1: with the level of stuff? Now, a lot of cameras, 360 views, GoPros, which I think, again, still could be improved. But I I mean, there was a different level.
2: Yeah, even that behind the scenes video they did with you where they kind of followed you around as you went to like the different stations and try to find oh, yeah, content. I think that was day. great because that's what you need. You need to show more personality and just get your drivers more well known. So I think they did a great job with that.
1: Yeah, and I, and there were definitely some new staff members as well. So like even on content day, like uh, this 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 girl that was following me around with a camera, I was like, okay, hey, like new people, all right, let's here we go. You know what I mean? And um, that was that was cool. Um, and, and yeah, so I I think there was a, a a higher level to the content that was being produced. Uh, there was a a great meeting uh, with all of the. Um, hierarchy of of IndyCar folk uh Jay Fry, Mark Miles, uh Bud Danker, a lot of the you know the Penske Corp folk, Penske Entertainment Group, uh Jonathan Gibson like we had right after the first day of testing, well, during the first day of testing, we had all of our morning session and then boom, our entire lunch break was an hour long meeting about IndyCar, what we're what we're trying to do this year when it comes to marketing, commercial spend, all this stuff TV show. And let me tell you I am a guy we am we we know this show is big promoter of IndyCar marketing and and what we've what we've our, our downfalls and our and our short our shortfalls of that whole program what they look like they are doing or what they say that they're going to do is actually really cool. Um we saw a couple, you know, teaser clips of some commercials of some stuff for the 500 which I think our our show and our folks in particular, Joey, there's a certain person that is is doing a voiceover for a really cool video that I think we'll all appreciate. Um, But it was all really good. And I was even texting Alex Rossi like during this meeting and like we were both and we're both, you know, we can both be pretty pessimistic about some of this marketing stuff, but it was really cool. So I think our fan base should be really excited about what's going to be coming up here. I think the marketing that they plan, the stuff that they're going to push, it, it it now again we've we've heard a lot of exciting meetings before so again it still has to be done and done yeah. properly but it was cool to see I'm not gonna lie we sat there for a full hour just kind of listening talk, having some questions back and forth the CWTV folk were there um and 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 just getting an idea of where we're gonna go how we're gonna push you know sending drivers to major markets doing you know specific ad buys for you know certain events i was like i like this so i think there's a lot of great stuff that they do seem like this is the law like mark miles keeps using the like all right, we're gonna really launch this year and it's like all right well we need to do it but i it seems like there's more i guess motivation than there ever has been so that's good
0: that's awesome. That's that's great to hear for for everybody, for the fan base especially. Um, I mean, I'm looking at it right now and trying to do it off the top of my head. We're like, what, 25 days away from the start of the season? I mean, if you go yeah. uh, to do the, the the Friday practice day uh, down there at St. Pete on the 3rd, I mean, we're even less than that, right? Um, yeah, so yeah. It, it's very exciting stuff. I, I, I applied for my credential down there for uh, St. Pete last week. Or a few days ago. So hoping to uh get the news back that uh I'll be credentialed. I'll be able to go around and then hopefully get some stuff with you and, and some of the other drivers. Ben, are you gonna be around down there at all? Or uh, yeah. not in the
2: beginning of the season stuff, no. That's all right. Man. If you need to credential, you let us know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, ben, man. but will yeah. you be in Daytona? Uh I will not be. Oh, uh, okay. Jason all right, all right, all right. will be and Uh, I think we were talking potentially if you end up making the 500 that he might stay there and do some stuff with you so well I also I also have to make the 500 because my girlfriend's only going to come to the race if I make
1: it so I I feel like that's (laughs) you know it's it's a a midweek midweek uh duel is hard to get her all the way from LA to come to you know the the race but you know I got to make the race because we got to bring in everyone the family but to go back to thermal as well a lot of speculation obviously joe we, we saw some results saw a lot of results sheets saw some good good days saw some tough afternoons or mornings for people um what was your guys initial reaction i guess to what you saw on the results page like we saw obviously kyle kirkwood guess what not at Floyd anymore and he's the best so amazing how uh, it works uh, just whoop, swap teams uh, I talked to him. It's hilarious to talk to Kyle about that. Had a great dinner with Colton Herta. Me and him went to a nice Mexican restaurant after the first day of testing together. Just him and I had a nice little mandate. Uh, and and you know it was it was very interesting to see. I guess who was strong initially, who was strong at the end of it. Um, and yet again, we see the you know the heavy hitters like Ganassi like Penske and Andretti doing some casual dominance.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, the two names that you mentioned, uh, the, the, those are definitely the ones that popped out to me when I just looked at the results sheet, uh, just seeing Kyle, who, who we had on a couple weeks ago. Um, and that's kind of, I felt like what we all expected, you know? Like, we, we we expect that now he's in that 27 ride, he's with Andretti. He said it feels like he's you know back home again, right? Uh, that he was going to be more comfortable and, and he was going to be out there it like apparently he was. And then, yeah, I feel like with Colton, you know, last year, whenever you mentioned Colton Herta, or whenever there was any sort of talk or the camera was on his car or anything, it felt like it was that followed by a discussion about Formula One and and getting tested in there and getting a ride in there and is he going to go and is he got the super license and then that. And that, and that. I I feel like that had to weigh on him. It had to be over his head a little bit. And then that kind of affected results. And now I feel like we're going to go into this year and we're just going to get full on assassin, young gun, Colton Herta. He's totally not that he was not focused on IndyCar, but he just doesn't have all that BS surrounding it. Right. There's not going to be that. Hey, you see Colton Herta here. And uh, uh, well, he's, you know, maybe doing this test and the rumors are swirling. It's just going to be like. Colton Herda and the Game Bridge ride, and he's firing, and <laughs> that's what I feel like 2023 is going to be for Colton Herda. I really do.
1: Yeah, I could see it. I mean, and think of how young Colton is still. I mean, there are there are mistakes that young drivers make along the way, and like, yeah. I think he definitely will learn from those and and learn from things that he's done in the last couple of years. Um, but it's 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 easy to. It's e- well, it's easier to learn how to fix mistakes than to learn how to be like ungodly fast, like he is at, at some time. So, I like think Coach
0: Toplin says about his young guns, he's, you know, in football, he's like, I'd rather say, I'd rather say, uh you know, pull back than sick them, you know, like uh, exactly. You'd rather have, have the dogs be where you're like, hey, now, hey, now, instead of like, go get that freaking thing. Exactly.
1: So, I, I think there's a lot of that. And and that team though, I mean, think of the investment in that team from from all their partners that they've got. Uh, this new workshop being built, uh, you know, that's that's multi million dollar, well, lots of millions of dollars. Um, you know, that team, you know, to to continue to operate that at that level, they want to make an improvement because I would say Andretti at, at times last year was definitely surprisingly yep. off pace in places. So um, I, I think Andretti is going to make a big resurgence. They showed it immediately at the test. Um, and, and, and yeah, it, it was the one thing that I found most interesting, I would say is the lack of pace from McLaren. I would say that yeah, was like yeah. my biggest question mark and talking to Alex, they did like, I talked to Alex a lot about it. Didn't talk to Felix or Pato as much, but that first day, like a lot of them, like barely ran a lot of technical glitches, a lot of, a lot of things that were going on there. And that was the most mind blowing thing to me ever, because like. That team hired so many people. They, they, like it looks. I mean, the amount of orange, orange Edible. jackets you see running around that paddock is wild. That's <laughs> like a bunch of fireflies, just a bunch of orange jackets everywhere, and cool shoes and team pants. And I, but but that was surprising to me. So again, I'm sure because it's only the first day out, maybe that you know a lot. Of we everyone, I'm sure, has issues on the first day out. Yep. Um, and and again, it's not like they were slow, right? Like they they did a few laps. And they'd be like 8th or 7th, 10th, you know what I mean? But like, I guess they were kind of my pre-championship. Like, I was looking at like, hey, uh, Alex is going to be competing for the championship here. And again, I think Alex, think of how many years he's been driving an Andretti car. Ever since the start of his car career. So, every team has a different philosophy. They have an idea of of, of how the cars run. They have a, a a way they like to run them. And so, changing that, like I've obviously driven for almost every team, including McLaren. <laughs> and and everyone has a different philosophy. So that'll take Alex some time to to get used to. Um but I think when he does it, it will be strong. But again, we have so little time in the cars. How long does that take for him to get, you know, to get comfortable with that car? Um that was that was something that I found to be just interesting. It was just a, a casual, mm, like all right, well that was kind of surprising. Um I think Marcus Armstrong, other Marcus, uh good young rookie for Ganassi, but again, that's a Ganassi car. If it's not in the top 10, there's a real serious issue with it. Uh I don't know what's going on there. Um but uh but yeah, interesting couple days. Not a lot of huge issues, you know, not a lot of people going off, uh not yeah. no crashes of any sort really. Kyle Kirkwood had a brake fire or something that went on. Uh when people went off there in thermal, I will say The cars got very dirty. The off-track experiences (laughs) were wild. Like, if you went off there, the dust and the dirt, it was like it created a giant storm cloud of dirt that you could not see. And they had to go red flag in the session because of the the dust cloud that was moving across the track. You couldn't see anything. So that was kind of crazy. But, yeah, I I, I was not really surprised by some things, but surprised by others. Um, And... You know, just good to get back in the cars, though. Good to get get on track, uh, our new cars on track. Well, what do you guys think of our cars? How do they look? What are we What are well, we was feeling gonna... on the bit
2: now? Machines. I love them. Yeah,
0: yeah, very very cool. A very very slick, cool photo shoot that you guys had in your fire suits, unveiling the new liveries. There, uh, I was going to say that really about uh, most of the field that I saw. I mean, these liveries <laughs> were absolutely looking at, fantastic. Uh, new gardens. Red uh, shell, is that what it was? Loved it, real. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the McLarens, right? Your guys's. Um I, I I say who's who's a few of the other red ones. I, I think uh, Ray Hall Letterman has a has a couple, right? Is Lungard yeah. in a red? Yeah. Well, he's the high V wagon, which was also difficult. That was an
1: interesting thing for me because Lundgaard was right. Lundergardner Smith and Steen'sville was right in front of us in the pit lane. But he was in the 45 car now, so I'm like, "Oh, is that Jack? Wait, no, that's that's Christian." Right. So, oh. and again, Christian very fast in the test all all day long. So that again,
0: strong run by them. But yeah, good looking cars. Really, all all up and down. I mean, I think it's going to be an absolutely beauty to watch, just aesthetically. Really. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So very very exciting. Um, um. All right, man. What else do you want to get to here? We got uh, well, any I'll car? We a little we bit had about it. our
1: t- our t- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Our test was not great. I well, no. It, to be fair, the results did not look as good. But we also have to remember that this is a test. Like I mentioned on the Twitter sphere the other day, we have a lot of things that we want to try, uh, a lot of things that we got through. Uh, and honestly, I was thrilled to be in the car. But uh, we do have you know some work to do still. So we have another test day, which is going to be great. Uh, both Renus and I are we're you know we're on the same page on on kind of what we need to do going forward. Uh, which is great and I you know I have a lot of faith in our guys for sure to to be able to do that so I think it was good to just be able to unify after the test and be like hey I think we know uh the direction that we need to go and hopefully we go there so we'll see but either way the cars look great as you mentioned I, I like them a lot and I, I like Ed's car too but what's really interesting Ed's car black and gold looks like a Purdue wagon
3: I'm not gonna lie
1: <laughs> it looks like a Purdue special. Uh, but all of our suits, all the things, like uh, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about how it all turned out. Um, and yeah, just a great, a great couple days just to get in the car and just do a bunch of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I I enjoyed it. There, there wasn't much else other than that. Other than we have one more test day before the IndyCar season officially starts. One more day at Sebring, Florida, and uh, you know
0: that'll be an important one. Yeah, I'm not uh, complaining about the Purdue wagon there. That's uh, yeah. that'll be real nice looking, whenever he's firing at around the ovals. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, we're like I said, we're less than 30 days out until it really starts going down St. Pete. I'm gonna be there. Obviously, you're gonna be there. Very, very exciting stuff. Uh, um, I think one thing, week.
1: one thing, though, as well that we need to get to from the IndyCar media day is. Um, my mother uh, doing an ad read for Speed Street. I think that was uh, something that was very unexpected. I think people are looking for a reaction to that. Uh, I did not know. If if you haven't seen the video, there was a video that IMS, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, put out of a sit-down interview with Doug Bowles, president of the Speedway, a.k.a. my stepdad, um, and me. And it was very early in the morning. It was like 7 a.m. We just got there. And Doug immediately uh, has to take a phone call, which was a fake phone call, uh, and has to leave. And I'm already sitting there mic'd up, ready to go. And so they say, oh, hey, like, why don't your mom, like let your mom get in there and interview you, whatever. I was like, okay, whatever, this'll just be a quick thing. Turns out I was spoofed the whole time. Uh, that they, they had planned this, Doug had left the building to uh, let my mom actually ask me questions. And she then proceeded to do an ad read for Speed Street. So, uh, love that for our show. Uh, she threw Alex and Rossi uh, under the bus and the bus bros, which was very, uh, that was an aggressive strategy. <laughs> um, and I was just very blown away by it all, honestly. Didn't know what she was going to say. She's a loose cannon. Um, and
0: I, I i mean, what was, what, what did she think that when about you guys that. saw that? Yeah, hey. As you know, I I have a baby boy, and so I see every single day uh, how his mother uh, reacts and acts around him and towards him. And I can honestly see my wife doing the same thing for her son if little Frankie (laughs) Molinaro was, uh, you know, out of media today someday. That's just how mama bears work, man. That's just how it goes. So, you know, we love some bet bulls. I know that Mike was thrown out there. Mike Davis was like, Dirty Mo Moms. I was like, We might have to work on the title there. People search that. Yeah, other things (laughs) come up potentially. Yeah, we could rebrand a little bit there. But I'm all for it. You know, I I kind of want to hear from Beth Bowles.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? Let's just give her a call. Uh, Let's call her right now. Obviously, she's she's in Phoenix right now. You know, she's doing uh, you know, very uh, very high end stuff because Doug is speaking at the Waste Management Open or whatever this week. But I figured that, you know, people were looking for her input on the show. They were looking for her to be on the show. And obviously we don't have, you know, mics or zo- zooms in with her yet, but maybe we could just sneak this um sneak this little telephone onto call. the mic and just see what happens. Put her Are on we the spot. The, can you hear the it. ring? Hello. Hello, mom. You're um hey. you're on our you're on our show right now, so don't say anything bad. Hi, Mrs. Bowles.
3: This is my opportunity.
1: Joey says hi. Can you, um, there's obviously a lot of, you know, internet chatter about the video that we did and, and so, you know, the, the interview that you did with me, can you give us your initial reaction to, uh, all of the people that were commenting on it and how that made you feel?
3: Oh, it's good to have a fan base. Um, I mean the greatest of all things is just to throw the other people like bus bros under the bus and stuff like that of course Um, i think it was good to get facial responses from you and uh you know i loved it i love doing fun things like that i love uh i think you and i have a great sense of humor for those who have no clue how we react to each other um the humor doesn't fall far from the tree there so yeah, I loved it. I, I'm ready to do it again. I think once a month would be good. Something. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> great. And I really appreciate everybody making nice comments. Um, but, you know, I love racing. I love the 500. I love that you race. And I love that we have a fun relationship.
1: Great, great news. That's wonderful news. Um, yep. I got, I got Go that, Joey. Something.
0: Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Bowles, you you made immediately you made a comment about Connor's hair. Yeah, you know, he's got a nice <laughs> new haircut and everything, but you said you hate the mullet. Why what what is it with moms and not liking their sons to express themselves in different ways than a clean cut, you know?
1: So Mom Joey asked why you hated my mullet and why mothers don't appreciate mullets.
3: Oh my gosh. I mean <laughs> I don't know if it's hate the mullet, it's just <laughs> I, uh, a nice, clean look, you know, with like a...
1: Just like the olden days,
3: huh? I mean, not a bowl cut or anything like that, because I got harassed for
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> it was disgusting.
3: It's in the front, looks nice and clean, and uh, I think, you know, the mullet is gone. That's yes. Soul. Time to move on, bigger and better things. <laughs> And, yeah, you look beautiful, handsome, and, it ju- you know, it's time to push for the GQ magazine thing. I mean, you're looking
2: good. I like it. <laughs> well, I don't think
0: GQ will ever be calling me ever. Um, I don't but, know, bro. You look pretty good at the Grammys, you and Well,
1: Amy. we appreciate Thank that. You um, okay. I, You know, Mom, great work there. Uh, I don't know why I was, um, you know, chosen for that type of aggression and violence in the morning like that. I was. It was very early. Um, you guys, uh, did great work there, I would say. Um, and have you realized, have you, have you realized that it is actually going to be my 10th Indy 500 this year? Did you, did you do the math on that?
3: Yeah, I, I think, you know, I kind of blame Doug a little bit. because we. Had-
1: yep. I would you
3: know, too. And then we ran to the room and <laughs> we said nine and it should have been 10. So, but I think I followed up pretty well with that thinking 10 would be a great year to win. No, you're right. I mean, this was a good ten. Ten is big, so let's just focus now on ten and a victory at hand, and you know that's that's good. I mean, I agree. I don't think it was. I don't think it was too bad for you. I think when you look at the people that watched it, it's all about promotion. It's all about you and.
1: Who was the most famous or big biggest person that that com- made a comment to you about it afterwards? Who who said that they watched it?
3: Oh my gosh to be honest with you walking into the nascar race and three drivers first thing Almondinger, <laughs> no grant
0: no who no grant i think that's a british <laughs> actor
3: Noah, that guy the really nice one right not alex and rossi um yeah Noah, and then yeah
1: didn't kyle larson say something to you
3: First thing Kyle Larson said, looks at me and says, yeah, great humor. Yeah, I mean. There you go. Other than that big guy, Mike Davis, you know, the Dirty Mo Media, that was pretty.
2: Cool. I'm familiar with him, yes. Kind I of mean, a boss. I
3: think number one draft pick says a lot for me. I'm excited about that. The NASCAR Boys, they have a sense of humor. They love you. They know that we are funny, and that's it.
1: Well, that's good. We appreciate your time here, Mother. Uh very unofficial interview, but uh, thank you. I we have to see, get back to our show now. Joe,
3: most... so, is that all I get? Maybe another?
1: That's time. nope. That's it. Yep. This is a uh, is a uh, short segment, and uh, I love you, and uh, I will see you later.
3: Well, you take care.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye, Beth. All right. That's uh, straight from the straight from the mother's <laughs> mouth. There, uh, she was very excited that Kyle Larson had had seen the video. That's us um, time. Yeah, big time stuff. Yeah, she was very, very pumped. Uh, a lot of the IndyCar drivers also had had, had commented on it. So that's the official um, Beth Bowles reaction to uh, a seemingly almost semi viral video in the motorsport community. Yeah, man.
0: Love it. Love, love <laughs> Mama Banners. I love how they are with their baby boys. It's just it's how it is. Hey, real quick, uh, before we wrap up here, um, there was a quote from a guy that we were talking about a lot a couple weeks ago, Logan Sargent. He yes. came out and made some comments about, um, yeah, I don't think Formula One, far off from overtaking NASCAR is the most uh, popular form of motorsport in America. You now, know what? Of course, that's going to ruffle a lot of oh. feathers, right? Um, ben, I know you're a huge NASCAR guy, obviously. Con- Connor definitely wanted to get your thoughts, but uh, what what do we think about young Logan Sargent going out there and yeah, putting his, you know, what on the line? Logan Sargent is a friend of mine. And I
1: when I saw this now Adam Stern to be to be fair to him or to be fair to the situation, he does like to pick out those quotes that might generate a little sure. bit of a, a little oh, yeah. bit of a tussle like I've seen some of those articles and I'm like, okay hang on a little bit out of context here maybe And now I didn't read the article so I don't know the context that it was in but any I I just you gotta realize who you're Audiences here you got to realize that you are an american and like we want to support you america wants to support you but if you throw nascar under the bus who literally could wipe their butts with f1 right now when it comes to viewership like i'm not gonna lie f1 is growing yes it's a whole different viewership but in america you have nothing compared to nascar right now i'm sorry none of us do indycar doesn't like we really don't so I, I didn't not like really to the see crowd. That. You want to piss off? No, it's and NASCAR Twitter will go after you, right? Like NASCAR Twitter yeah. is a mean place, and and they will they will get you. So I um I I still like Logan. Obviously, we're we're big Logan Sargent fans on this show, uh, and I hope to have him on the show at some point. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting quote to read. Uh, I I I have not texted him about it. I have not sent him a message about it. Because he's got cooler stuff to worry about. They launched their Williams Livery this week, which looks really cool. The Duracell battery on top of the thing. It looks great. But when you, like, not, not only did you, I mean, I'm glad he didn't go after IndyCar. But, yeah, when you when you try to say that F1's going to overtake NASCAR and TV, TV viewership and stuff like that in America. Well, that's a That was a tough one to look at. I was like, whoa, I can see where Twitter is going to go with this one.
0: Ben, were people just at the, the dirty mo? I can imagine at the dirty
2: mo world headquarters, people are just probably lives in their minds, right? Yeah. Mike and I were just talking about this yesterday, and he read the article. and The big thing that stuck out to him was, yeah, without looking at the numbers, that seems to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't look at the actual, like, so if you want to talk about viewership increase, like, yeah, F1's got that over NASCAR because they're up, what, 200, 300% to where they were five sure. years ago or wherever it was, yeah. but right it now. It is going if, up. Yeah, yeah. if you're if not consistently getting a mil to a million and a half viewers right now, I don't think you can even have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just not even in the same
1: realm when it comes to average viewership over the sea. I mean, we just saw IndyCar even brought up their own graphic, obviously, of viewership, you know, NASCAR and Formula One. And the, the, the true statistic, if you average our season, it, our indycar is actually still getting more viewers on a regular basis than nascar like indycar at You're the, the season one? i think it was like 1.3 average and then f1 was like 1.28 like so again it's very very small margin but like indycar when you put the indy 500 and all of our other races together that viewership rating number is still higher than f1 so so that yeah that was that was an interesting quote to see uh everyone's got their different you know uh graphics and, and and information or whatever it is but um but yeah that was i'm glad you brought that up joey because i was i was very interested to
0: to have a little just have a little sprinkle of information on that one yeah i saw mike's quote tweet and i was like oh boy yeah <laughs> See, this is gonna spark some stuff there <laughs> exactly uh, yeah but i mean he's yeah, young hot shot american going into formula one who Goes to nightclubs in Miami and does whatever he wants, so he probably doesn't really know. Everybody thinks. So Exactly. Yeah, it's what it is. Um one All thing right, that I... I want to
1: add from Media Day that I thought was quite funny. You know how they have little ditties, the little little gigs here and there that they do, you know, little funny things, whatever it is. And I think one of my favorite things that was kind of off camera was was watching, you know, four time. Uh, four-time Indy 500 winner uh, Elio Castroneves um, running to the bathroom because he had to use the bathroom in an aggressive fashion. Now, sometimes when you see people with that much success just running to the toilet in the middle of a media day when we got makeup on and everything, that's a very funny situation. I'm not going to lie. There's one moment where I was just like, you know what? This guy's four-time champ, like, and he's just like the rest of us, you know what I mean? Sometimes we got to run during a media day um to the, you know, to the toilets. And that, and that that was the moment for me where I was like, "Hey, we're all just humans." You know what I mean? We're all just humans. It's to say it was a great moment. Um and I I don't know what else happened that day, but getting there at 6:30 in the morning and seeing Joseph Newgarden uh, you know, in his brand new red suit, uh yeah. very very exciting. It just meant that we were all back. You know what I mean? We're all back. Um, Graham Ray Hall being there, you know, lo- uh, looking very wealthy as usual, uh, friend of the show. Um, but it, it was, it was a great, uh, a great day. I actually started, I, this is, this is funny. I wanted to do a TikTok for the NBC uh, account. I said, why does no one ask us how many Indy 500 winners you can name in 10 seconds anymore? Because I have found that to be a very exciting, I, we learned that that guy Kelly Patillo, he won the Indy 500 and went to jail or whatever. remember that last last Indy 500 driver of the week. Yeah, that like, guy was not good, not, not a good, a good guy. guy. And Doug Doug Bowles found that very funny. That we also found that on the fly that uh, <laughs> not a good guy. He was very bad. So we don't have
0: many production meetings at Speed Street. We kind of just open
1: it up and let it go. But that's the fun part about the random Indy 500 driver of the week. We just get into it and, and see what happens. So. Uh, that was a few, just a few things for me today. I thought I was gonna interview people, uh, but I didn't because it was a busy day. We had two full days of just standing around, yeah. doing photos, talking to people. Um, but a lot of information was gained. It was very, very exciting. Uh, and now we're pretty much going racing. You know, next week we got a test again. I'm on the simulator. I go. I was, I've been home for nine hours. Go to the simulator tonight. Uh, we got the Super Bowl this weekend. I don't even know when I have to go down to Florida for the test, but it's um. It's going to be an exciting weekend. Exciting, really, next couple weeks. So, who got um, the Super Bowl? I'm going with the Eagles because Boston Scott. He's a friend of the show. We got to go, friend of the show, Boston Scott, Philadelphia Eagles running back. Um, I think we just. I mean, I think it's going to be a great game, but I I would like to see the Eagles win because it's got to be Boston Scott. But the problem, and sadly, Travis Kelsey, he's a big racing guy. He loves the Indy 500. So, you know, I have a Chiefs (laughs) helmet here in my house. I have, you know, support for the Chiefs because they gave me a helmet, but also Boston Scott, great friend. So it's tough to say. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, I, that, that's a great point about Travis Kelsey. He's been in the 500 multiple times. We should try to... I have a contact with him. I'm going to hit him up around the month of May and see, hey, can we get to old uh, Killer Trav on the show or out to oh. Indy to party with us or whenever? Show him a good time. He'll probably show us a good time with all the money he has, actually. Yes. Um, but, yeah, with this scandal I... Man, the Eagles both defensive front and offensive line are just so dominant. I feel like they're just going to completely control it. And as good as Patrick Mahomes is, I just feel like the Eagles are going to be able to have their way with him up front. And uh, yeah, fly Eagles, fly. I guess so. Um, that could be I'm, the case. Uh, I, I I know I know uh, Coach Sirianni fairly well. We have beers every year at the combine when he's in town. Love that. Uh, so you know, uh, you know, Pizan out there doing his yeah. thing. And as a Steelers fan, I don't I'm not polling for the Eagles by any means. I think they'll win. I'd be happy for Coach Sirianni for Boston Scott, but yeah, that's what I think will happen. Ben, Siri- what do you got?
2: Sirianni seems like he has that dog in him. Like yeah. he does seem like that guy. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think if Mahomes isn't hundred percent healthy still, I think that I think the Eagles still got it. So I'm not sure what his timeline is gonna be, but Yep. No, for sure.
0: Cool. Well, Connor, you want to wrap us up with the uh, random Indy 500 driver of the week? Hopefully, we don't have a uh, convicted felon this week. Yeah, who knows?
1: Um, <laughs> well,
0: I asked uh, I asked Ben before the uh, before the
1: show to pick the year. Um, we went with a uh, the 1961 Indy 500. Uh, this is the Ricky Treadway random Indy 500 driver of the week. If you haven't it listened is. to the show before, this is uh, well. Really our only segment, but we have certain segments that uh, we enjoy. This one is one that I enjoy the most. We're learning about people via the Wikipedia pages, uh, which may or may not be accurate. So what we tell you today might be entirely untrue, but we're going to go with what we see on the internet because a lot of people do believe everything that's on the internet. So uh, the 1961 Indy 500 was won by AJ Foyt. Fun fact, I drove the 1961 winning car at the Speedway for a cool photo shoot. I have no idea how they race these cars. I'm not going to lie. Not a clue. Uh, <laughs> there's the dumbest thing. I think I have no safety. You're sitting on a bomb, and you have a giant steering wheel made of wood. So I, it's just crazy to think that that's what was happening back then. Um, the 15th place finisher is a man named Wayne Wheeler. Wayne Wheeler uh, was from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, this is all according to the Wikipedia page which might may or not may or may not be true. Uh as normal drivers did back in the day or as a lot of the drivers did back in the day started as a dirt track driver, uh did two Indy 500s, 1960 and 61. Uh 60 he crashed and 61 he had a wheel bearing fail. So tough record. Um but still when you when sometimes things break in the Indy 500 he still finished in the top 15. So, you know, that can happen. Uh and yeah, Interesting. Oh, there's a lot of erroneous reports stating that a bad sprint car accident in Terre Haute, Indiana ended his career. Um there's some erroneous reports, but he did return to race. Um wait, he he returned to race just not nationally. So yeah, good for good for Wayne. Uh we, we learn more about him. And he died at age 70 from a heart attack. So R.I.P. Wayne, um,
0: but we learned more about him. We learn more about him today. Yep. And Phoenix, Arizona, where we just heard from the lovely Beth Bowles. All right. Wayne Wheeler. There he is. Good deal. Um, Fun show. The excitement continues to build. Uh, we are so, so close. You can hear the cars roaring, both for the Daytona 500, which our guy, Connor Daly, will, he'll make it. He's making it. He's going to be in there. And uh, then the IndyCar series is just right around the corner as well. Cannot wait. Uh, feeling, feeling good. Hope everybody has a great Super Bowl weekend. Big game weekend. I, I not know if we could say Super Bowl. If somebody's going to freaking come lock ah, us in a van for the NFL for saying that, yeah. Uh, have a good one. Eat some snacks. Don't take a two-liter to a party. Do something better than that. Uh, and we will talk to you next week on Speed Street. This bit of badassery was made by Dirty Mo Media. Dirty move.